These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Welcome everyone to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, you know, Traveling Pulpit family, it goes without saying that today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Jesus said to be of good cheer because in this world we will have tribulation. But for us to be of good cheer because he has overcome the world. What does that mean? Well, it means that when you're going through something, you are not to allow yourself to get pressured or distracted by the very things that you're going through. I know it's easier said than done, but this is what me we must have to do if we are to be his disciples. We are going to experience trials. We are going to have tribulations. But he says to be of good cheer. Remember his words, traveling pulpit family. I have overcome the world. He said this. And he went out and he did this so that he can be an example to us that we will follow him and his example that he has laid before us. The Psalms 23 or the 23rd Psalms is like that of overcoming the world, enduring the trials and the tribulations that this world throws at us, but being of good cheer, knowing that he is with us that we are not going through these things alone. David recognized this thousands of years before Christ, and he wrote down these words, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, meaning all of our needs will be met. Whether we are housed or homeless, all of our needs will be met because he is our shepherd and we shall want for nothing. He says he makes us lie down in green pastures, which means he gives us rest. He gives us a place to rest because the world can be so weary and it can be so overwhelming that he has to make us rest. And he provides that to us. He leads me beside stills waters. He refreshes us. He gives us something to drink. He, he gives us the nourishment that our daily bread provides for us. He feeds us, in other words. He has reminded us to not worry about this or that, where or when or how or what, but to believe in him and that he will provide our needs. He restores our soul, meaning he gives us our, our, our reason to get up again. He gives us the very reason to get up and keep going. In him, all things are possible, but without him, nothing will be able to be done without him. Yeah, we live in a world where a lot of people don't believe and yet they still prosper. But you know what? They're prosper. Their day is coming. And when they fall, they fall hard because they have nothing to sustain them when they fall. 
but us who believe. When we fall, we fall into the arms of our Savior. We fall into the hands of our Comforter, and He protects us no matter what we go through. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. You see the protection that He gives us in paths of righteousness. We live in a dark world, and yet the light of light shines in us, and that light in us overpowers the darkness that cannot overpower us. Traveling pulpit family, no matter what you're going through, the light inside of you overpowers the darkness that's in this world that tries to consume you, but that light in you will not allow that darkness to consume you because the light is more powerful than the darkness and the darkness cannot overcome it. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. As I've said, traveling pulpit family, the darkness cannot overcome us. It comes up against us. It makes us afraid. It sometimes causes us to doubt, which leads to other things. But when you are solid in your relationship with Christ, when you know where your help comes from, when you know the one who has your back in everything, you have no reason to worry because even though you walk through the shadow of the valley of death, you will fear no evil because you know who is with you. The Lord Almighty is with you. His son is with you. The Holy Spirit is with you. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Think about that for a moment. Think about that for a moment. Greater is the Lord in you than the world itself. You are greater than the world. And the world has indoctrinated you for years to think that you have to have some sort of dream to be a part of this world. When in, when in fact, all you need is Christ. All you need is Christ. Because that relationship is an everlasting relationship. That covenant is an everlasting covenant. And only he provides that to us when we ask him to come into our lives and be our Lord and our Savior. Your rod and your staff comfort me. Christians aren't perfect. Neither are disciples. We are imperfect people serving a perfect God. We were created by his own hand. And when he created us, we were made good in his sight. But even in his sight, the choices that we made has brought death and destruction, eternal damnation and separation upon us. But he has allowed his son to come to make things right for us, that when we are in him and we get out of line, he has to correct us. He has to let us know that we belong to him and that he is doing this for our benefit. You ever have a child that needed a spanking or a timeout or whatever it form of correction you use? You're doing that out of love. He corrects us because he loves us. There are people who are running rampant in this world who are unchecked and unbothered. I, I fear for those people, but I also pray for those people. 
because the Lord has nothing to do with their lives because they want nothing to do with the Lord. But he protects, he chastises those he loves. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. Blessings produce blessings when we are obedient to the Lord. And when we are obedient to the Lord, our cups, our cups runs over with bounds of blessings. They're not always monetary traveling pulpit family. They're not. There may be a decision that needs to be made. The Lord will provide that decision. There may be a court case that you're facing. Fear not because the Lord is with you and his blessings abound because you belong to him. And the court ruling will be in your favor. There may be someone who is being uh, misplaced in housing. Fear not, the Lord is with you and he will provide shelter for you. Was our Savior not homeless or did our Savior have shelter? He had nowhere to lay his head, yet and still he had shelter to lay his head. Will he not do the same for you? Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Goodness and mercy when you become a disciple in Christ. Goodness and mercy. Discipleship comes at a price. It does. It means that you must lay down, you must pick up your cross and deny yourself. Deny yourself of the pleasures of this world. The things that you want to do are the things that you have to deny yourself in doing when you become a disciple. It is hard. It is not easy. But not everyone can walk the way of the disciple because they cannot walk the way of Christ. But here's your opportunity right here, traveling pulpit family, to walk that way of Christ, to go in that way that he's providing for you to go in that way. And surely goodness and mercy will go with you all the days of your life because he has sacrificed himself for you in this world and you are sacrificing yourself for him in this world. And I guarantee you that is the greatest decision that any of us can make when we allow Christ to come into our lives. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, I leave you with this, that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I leave you with that Traveling Pulpit family. Can you openly, consciously say that you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Can you consciously do that? Because if and when you consciously do that, you will be saved. And then you will begin the, the, the walk, the walk of a disciple. It's nothing that, that is etched on an etch-a-sketch. It's nothing that's written in pencil but it is what that has been written in blood that's called instruction. These are the instructions of a disciple that we pick up our cross and follow him, that we sacrifice ourselves as he sacrificed himself for us, that we turn our face from the wicked ways that we once so loved to do, that we turn 
ourselves away from that unto him and allow him to change our lives. Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you for allowing me to come and just share this quick word with you. There is a lot going on and a lot that I will share over the time through messages of what's going on. But for right now, let us look to the Lord for our health, our strength and our comfort, because no one can provide those things for us right now. But him, even in the days that we're in now, no one can provide the way the Lord can provide. So God bless you. I hope this message does you well. I hope and pray you share this message with someone that you will extend an invitation of listening to someone in your family, on your job, uh, whomever you believe that that needs to hear this message. So for the Traveling Pulpit Podcast, I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice saying so much how Wonderful it is to share this brief message of God with you and that this message will go forth and do what it is intended to do in your life. And that is to make disciples of you so that you can follow him and follow the ways he instructed how we should go. God bless. Looking forward to doing this with you on next week. Tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. And if necessary, use words. Bye for now.